News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Study of those who have been stalked and are harassed has been published today. Dr. Kira Staunton, Academic Operations Manager of Adult Continuing Education and co author of the story. What did you find? Good morning, Shane. Morning. Well, what we have found is, first of all, we wanted this research to give voice to those who have experienced stalking and harassment in this country. As such, it's the first kind um, of a study of this nature. So what we have found is largely consistent with what we know with international research. Firstly, the victims in terms of our respondents were mainly female. They're young, median age of around 35 years. What we know about perpetrators is, again, consistent with international literature, in the vast majority of cases, we are talking about stalking that happens within a relationship. So the perpetrator is a current or an ex-partner. If they're not, they are either known to the victim, they can be an acquaintance, they can be a friend, or they could be a work colleague. So what this tells us is that women, in the main, know who is perpetrating this crime against them, and so can bring that to the police. Interestingly, though, just under a third of our respondents state that the stalker was a stranger. And that would fit the more stereotypical view of who a stalker is. Okay. Were you surprised that it was as high as a third? It, I suppose I was a little bit because what we know internationally is that most stalking happens within relationships, especially post-relationship breakup. But actually, this stranger danger notion is present. I mean, there are crimes that, have, that do occur between strangers. So a third um, is a significant number. And it just highlights that this is a heterogeneous group of people. There is one no profile, one no type. So that, that, I think, adds to the confusion for people around what exactly consists of a stalking process. And when do the behaviours that are being perpetrated by somebody whom you know makes them dangerous rather than a stranger perpetrating those same behaviours. Okay. And was there, did your survey kind of shed any light on, on that particular question? Look, obviously all stalking is wrong and, and, and frightening for, for the victim, but I, I'm presuming your survey showed up diff- varying levels of, uh, of stalking and harassment. Well, that's exactly right, Shane. What we have unearthed is a process that surrounds stalking. So instead of identifying one feature of stalking, we wanted to unearth, well, what does it look like? What does it feel like for those who have experienced it? And what we have identified is a process. And that process consists of four main categories of behaviours. So we have unwanted behaviours. We have threats and abuse. We have malicious communications. And we have more indirect forms of stalking in terms of reputational damage. And within that, there are a myriad of behaviours that each fall under one of those titles. The most common um, behaviours associated with this are what we might find typical in any stalking piece, being making unwanted approaches, being followed, somebody loitering around your house. Of course, that's less obvious when the person perpetrating these crimes is, is known to you, yeah. in which case we see more threats and abuse. So threatening to harm you, threatening to harm themselves around the individual. Again, behaviours which are designed to induce fear and impose control over the respondents. Uh, Kira, the other thing that jumps out from the survey is the number of people who did not report incidents to Angarda Siakana. Only 40% of those going to to, to Angarda Siakana. And your report also found differing experiences when it came to how it was dealt with by the, the Garda when they did make a complaint. 
Yes, that's correct. And this is why one of our recommendations really is around education and training for members of the force. And so it seems to be a bit of a hit and miss scenario when an individual reports. And look, that may be understandable. Stalking has been hidden within the harassment legislation for so long. So what we're trying to do is surface the reality and highlight for those who experience it, as well as for members of Angarda Shikona, what exactly it is. So that when somebody makes a complaint about behaviours which seem anomalous, they don't seem very threatening, they don't seem very dangerous, but what this research will do was will afford the guards with the opportunity to see, well, exactly, it is exactly these behaviours which can escalate and develop into a trajectory which can have a very difficult outcome for the individuals. Again, we are seeing very high levels of physical and sexual assaults as part of that process. Um, and I would argue that the threat of violence is a significant risk factor for actual violence, which could lead to potential homicide. Okay, Dr. Kira Staunton, co-author of that uh, groundbreaking uh, study on uh, stalking and harassment. Thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast uh, this morning. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with Air weekday mornings at seven on News Talk.